It is, it is my privilege to be here this morning and, and uh, Pastor Sean and Pastor Linda Stanton, you don't know this, your pastors are famous all over this country, they're amazing and Pastor Sean uh, preached at our church just a couple of years ago and it was such a blessing to us and we love you guys, we thank you, we honour you, my wife says hello, our church says hello, I think Jesus says hello and uh, we're going to get the word this morning. If you have a Bible, let's turn Together, please, the book of Romans. The book of Romans. We're just going to jump around a few passages of Scripture this morning. I'm in the book of Nahum. That's not going to help me at all today. Romans chapter 8. And I'm going to read from the second verse and should be up on the screen at some point. Those watching at home will be on the screen. It says this, it says, For the law of the Spirit. Somebody say Spirit. It says, For the law of the Spirit. Now, that's capital S. That's the Holy Spirit. He's talking about the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So if you're reading from the New King James, it's, it's it's a little bit more it's, it's probably different to what we've got up there. I don't know if we can switch over to the New King James, but sort of might help me a little bit. But it says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Somebody say Christ Jesus. It's so important when you see the word Christ, uh, jump off the page. Don't, uh, don't think that, it, that it's just, a, it's just a, another title that we, or, or reference to his name. The word Christ, if we read that, we actually translate it as we read it. And so when we read Christ Jesus, we're reading Jesus Christ and His anointing or Jesus the anointed one. And so the Bible says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, in the anointed Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That, that Greek word Christ, so often we, we, we read it, but we forget to translate it when we're looking in that passage, in any passage, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, in Christ and His anointing, in, 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 in the anointed one, Jesus. And, and so here it says, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. It's, it's so interesting that when we read this, there's something about the anointing of Jesus that brings us into a whole new place in God. See, see, there's laws in operation. There, there's a law of gravity. If I, my father uh, was preaching at a church and uh, he, the stage would possibly have been maybe even twice as high as this. And it's back in the days where they made stages where, where it was almost like the preacher was perched up looking down. There's three people in the church, but the stage was six foot tall. And he thought there were stairs on the front of the stage. And there were no stairs, and, and, and there, was, there, there was imaginary stairs. There wasn't real stairs. And my father is, uh, you know, I don't know how to say this politely. He's, he, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's big boned. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he walks straight off the front. He goes to ground very hard. And uh, it was awesome. Talk about being slain in the spirit. He was just slain, old school slain. Uh, and so what I could, I guess I could, so this way, there was a law in operation there called the law of gravity. And uh, the law of gravity was working very well that day. And, 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 you know, the law of gravity, we live by the law of gravity. I'm walking across here because there is gravitational forces that are pulling me onto this earth. Now, the Wright brothers one day are sitting and they're, they're, they're looking at birds to see a seagull fly by. And 
they decide, well, maybe, maybe I need to, maybe we could build a vessel that'll, that'll get, that'll get that. Maybe we can build like an actual device that can fly, that we can hop in and be up there like the birds. So they watched those birds and they finally came up with the initial design of an aeroplane and they, they tapped into a law that was already in operation called the law of lift. And so there is a law called gravity, but they stepped out of abiding by the law of gravity. And it's not like that law didn't exist, but they just tapped into a new law. And there's a law in operation. We're born into the law of sin and death. That's what we're born into. The world's messed up. The world has lost hope. The world is in a bit of a crazy place. And, and we're born in, into a world where we're bound by a law of sin and death. But by Christ and His anointing, we can step out of one law and live in another law. And it's called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And this law has made us free from the law of sin and death. And it's because of Christ and His anointing. It's because there was a, a man called Jesus and the Bible says in Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good healing all those who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. The anointing came upon Jesus. So this, this anointed Christ Jesus, that, what's that anointing? That's the, the power of God, that touch of heaven, the, the anointing. It's what, it's what we feel in this room today as we're gathered, we're singing songs and something feels a bit different. It's not, it's not vibe. I don't think Pastor Sean and Pastor Linda have ever sat around going, we've got to improve the vibe here at Life Unlimited Church. What you feel, is, it, 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 it's, it's not a natural thing. It, it's, it's, a, it's a law called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And it's victory and it's blessing. And we see this all through Scripture. Let's have a look at Luke chapter 4 for just a moment. Luke chapter 4. Are you happy this morning? Does anyone love Jesus? Praise God. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Luke chapter 4. Here we go. Does anyone have a Bible this morning? Does anyone still bring a Bible to church? How many, how many use their iPhones? I'm with Vodafone. For whatever reason, every time I come to this church, I never have coverage in this church. So, so I'm far more focused on the message. I can't get on Instagram or Facebook or MySpace. <laughs> Luke chapter four, verse 18. I wanna show you how this law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus works. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Somebody say upon me. So, so the spirit of the Lord. So, so this is Jesus. He's saying, because he has anointed me. Now, what's interesting there is, Jesus is saying, you know, he's, he is Jesus and he's talking about the anointing coming upon him. So Christ Jesus, the anointing on Jesus, he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And then he shows us these two laws in operation. You have the law of sin and death and you have the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, he has anointed me to preach the gospel. That's the law of the Spirit of life. To the poor, law of sin and death. He sent me to heal. That's the law of the Spirit of life. There's healing in the power of Jesus. Heal the brokenhearted. That's the law of sin and death. Let's jump to proclaim liberty. Liberty, law of the spirit of life to the captives. Law of sin and death. Recovery of sight to the blind. Recovery of sight. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. To the blind, that's the law of sin and death. Set at liberty. Law of the spirit of life to those who are oppressed. Law of sin and death. So Jesus gets up and preaches and he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because I wanna shift you from one place to live in a whole new place of victory in Jesus. 
And this is how the law of, this, this, is, this is how these laws of faith work. You step into a law called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And we do that. By faith. Now, just stay with me because I really do believe God's going to uh, speak to people's hearts. But there's a, so he talks about the law of sin and death. He talks about the law of the spirit of life. And we see one more law. I want you to have a quick look in Romans chapter 3, verse 27. I, I, here we go. I'll just do it right here. And then I don't need to turn there. So I'm, I'm believing God these words are right and the lyricists aren't changing them to try and subtly bring in new scripture that they've made up uh, in their own time. Where is boasting then? It's excluded. By what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Somebody say the law of faith. So you've got a law called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You've got a law called the law of sin and death. And now, now, now Paul's talking about the law of faith. Now, how does it work? I'll, I'll show you. This is, I believe this is the key to receiving something from the power of God that will change your life forever. If you understand how faith can connect you with the power of God and tap you into the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, it's actually a pretty amazing thing because faith, faith is, a, is an internal conviction with an external response. Faith is uh, the power of God on the inside of us, a gift that God's given us to obtain what is promised us. And so we're all given a measure of faith. And you might be here today, you might be watching at home, Everything God's given us is accessible by faith. Now, I'll show you the Bible, the Bible tells us we're saved by grace. How many know we're saved by grace? We're saved by the grace of God. Now we're saved by grace, not of works, lest any man should boast. But how do we approach that grace? Through faith. Faith is the, is the conduit that places a demand on the things of God. And that's how we see supernatural things happen. Now, if you, that's an amen. I've worked hard for that one. I'm going to claim that in Jesus' name. <laughs> faith places a demand on the gifts that God's given. So God gives us grace. We take a hold of that by faith. What's faith? It's believing God. It's not just believing in God, but it's believing God. A lot of us here today believe in God, but do we believe God? Are we believing God for breakthrough in our lives? Are we believing God for prayers to be answered? Are we believing God for hope to come into an impossible situation? You might be here today. We believe in God. Let me give you an example of that is we all believe God can heal. We all believe that God's capable of blessing or making the impossible possible. We all believe God can. Believing in God, we, we know He can, but believing God shifts it from can to He's actually gonna do this in my life in the name of Jesus. There's a, there's a miracle for me. There's a breakthrough for me. And I wanna remind us this morning that the principles of faith and, and the power of faith, faith taps us in to the power of God. So there's this law of faith that connects us to the supernatural breakthroughs of God. Now, you, you see it all through Scripture. There's a story in the book of Luke Jesus is preaching and, and he's preaching at the home of some religious people who really want to entrap him. They, they'd rather an argument more than a move of God. They'd rather, they'd, they'd rather just argue with, with him and try and trap him. And, and so he's preaching in this house full of people. And the Bible says this, it's the only time the Bible uses this terminology. It says, the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Yet everyone in that room, not one person in that room got healed. Not one person in that room 
got what they were believing God for. They, they sat in that room and argued with him. And there was, the Bible makes clear, there was actually, and an, there was an anointing for breakthrough. There was an anointing for healing. There was an anointing for that situation, for any situation people face to be turned around by the power of God. The power of the Lord was present to heal, yet no one got healed because no one in that room had faith. So there was a law in operation that they couldn't tap into because they didn't believe that He was who He said He was, that He could do what He said He could do and nothing happened. And you know, so often we come to church in a room like this, you might be watching at home, but in, 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 and, and there's no distance in the things of God, but you can come here today and there can be a sense of, oh, I'm believing God's gonna do something. You'll get a breakthrough from God. But oftentimes we come to church and, and, and the power is present, but there isn't that faith to tap into the anointing of God. And so we, 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 we don't experience the fullness of what God has for us in our lives. When we come to church full of faith, believing that God's gonna do something, believing that God's gonna make the impossible possible, can I say that, that? That's when you leave a place like this, ready to receive something from heaven and something supernatural takes place in your heart and in your life. No one in that room had faith. So four guys cut a hole in the roof, drop a guy down who was paralysed. The Bible says, literally in the meeting, there's a hole in the roof and, and, and they drop this guy down. And Jesus says to the, the, these, these guys, the Bible says when he saw their faith and he healed that man. Because they, 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 there was power present, but there was still faith necessary to place a demand on the power of God. And you know, in a church like this, this is a faith church and your faith people, I'd, I'd encourage you to get a fresh sense of boldness that when we walk through the doors of this house, anything could happen that the power of God could be poured out, that God could do supernatural things. There's a law called the law of the spirit of life, but faith, there's also a law of faith in operation that places a demand on the power of God. You all know the story of the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says in Mark chapter five and verse 27, there's a woman with the issue of blood. And the Bible says, when she heard about Jesus, when she heard about Jesus, the Bible says she came behind him and she touched his garment. In verse 28, for she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. And it's interesting that she touched him in faith and his anointing touched her. And Jesus stops. Now, you all know the story. There's thousands of people around him. Jesus stops and he says, who touched me? And they said, everyone's touching you. That guy just stole your iPhone. And he said, no, but somebody touched me different because I felt power anointing. Such a bless you. It'll test you, I don't know. Uh, he, 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 he says, I felt, I felt power. I felt power go out from me. It's interesting that she has an issue of blood. She touches him. The power of God touches her. But at the end of it all, what did he say to her? He said, daughter, he said, your faith. Now, now, this is the part that blows my mind because it's actually, it's actually his anointing. It's actually his anointing that, that healed her. It was not her faith. Your faith has no power to actually heal you. Your faith simply connects you with the presence of God. She gets healed. He doesn't say, my anointing healed you, although it was the, it was the touch of heaven that did that. He actually said, your faith. In other words, 
I, I got the anointing. There, there, there's a law in operation called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And all you have to do is activate your faith to touch heaven and believe God. And faith, what does faith look like? Faith's believing God. And she, she, the Bible says when she heard about Jesus, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. She had heard that the, He was the anointed one. And so she touches Him. She touch, touches His clothes. She doesn't even touch Him. She touches His garment. She touches what was on Him in the natural but what was on him in the supernatural touched her and she was healed because that's what faith does. Faith places a demand on the power of God. And I wanna encourage everyone, whether you're here, whether you're at home, you might, might even be watching on the toilet this morning. You're welcome. We take everybody, you're all welcome. Uh, that being said, if you are watching at home, you do know we're, we're gathered here. And uh, if you're in Canberra, come back to church. I mean, home's good, but it's not quite the same. I mean, when you get in the room, the Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. And there's something about getting together. If you walk in here, this is a safe place. This is, this place is alive. Get in the house of God. I, I dare you, come back next Sunday. It's gonna be awesome. I know if you come next Sunday, Pastor Sean and Pastor Linda promise they're gonna do cartwheels on Sunday. It's, it's a whole new day. Get, get back. But can, can I say, I, I wouldn't encourage, how do we come against the madness of the world around us? We gotta fight this thing with some faith. We, are you alive this morning? Do you, do you believe that believe God's gonna turn miracles, breakthrough? It all comes when you and I have that persuaded, confident conviction, faith. Faith comes where the will of God's known. And, and we know that God's not able, but is also willing. We can have faith. I got faith today that God wants to touch people. I got faith today that if you're sick in your body, you can leave well. I've got faith today that if you're broken, God can put you back together. And, and you know, the anointing of God's present in the room, if we were to just have faith, we can tap in to the power of God. That's what, that's what faith does. I remember, I'll tell, I, was, I was sort of thinking about how's a good way to illustrate this story and uh, this, this message and I was reminded, my, my father, I was talking about him at the front end of the message, he's a healing evangelist. He's actually preached in this church, I think, many, many times over the years. And, and uh, he, he was preaching in Houston, Texas. And uh, he was preaching and doing this salvation altar call. And, and, and you know, when we, when we pray for people to find Jesus, I think everybody agrees that's a, that's a time we settle down just a little bit and relax just a little bit and, and, and there's not a lot of noise because we want people to have an opportunity to find the Lord and, 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 uh, and respond to the gospel. And, and so I was, I was in this meeting and I was just a, a kid and my dad's preaching in Houston, Texas, in Reg Klimanox Church in Houston, Texas. And, and uh, he's doing this salvation altar call. And so it's like the moment, and we'll do this in just one minute, but he, he says, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you don't know Jesus, tonight's your night. And the next minute, this woman, I mean, she comes out the front and she's not just dancing, she is, she's moving. And uh, I mean, she's, she's just having a, a, a time where she's just going, she's just going crazy. She's a, she, and I mean, not like conservative spirit dancing, she's, she's moving. And so my dad, and he's polite, he says, sister, would you sit down? I just want to do the salvation article. If you could sit, uh, that would be great. I'm going to pray for people and then feel free to come back and do that later. And she says, no. And so he says, sister, you need to sit down. I'm, try I'm trying to preach. This is an important part of the message. Would you sit down? And she says, no. And dad goes, lady, would you just sit down? She goes, I can't sit down. I've been sitting in that wheelchair for 24 years. 
And, and uh, so my dad goes, he goes, feel free to continue. <laughs> and and I'm, not, I'm not kidding you, I'm not kidding you. I'm not making this up, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying, I'm telling the truth. Uh, from the other side of the building, another lady, she just gets up, she'd been in a wheelchair 11 years. And these aren't like people that are in a wheelchair because they're a bit short of breath. These guys, she was, she'd been in a car accident and couldn't walk for 24 years, totally healed by the paragon. And then on the other side of the building, there's a lady who'd been in a wheelchair 11 years. She came up and she started dancing with her as well. And I mean, you, you didn't really have to work too hard to get people saved that morning. I mean, it was just like, if you don't know Jesus, put your hand up. I think even Reg Clemenot got saved that morning. <laughs> But why? Because they walked into a room and there was a law in operation called the law of the spirit of life. Are you alive this morning? And that law is in the room right now. If you're sick in your body, He'll make you well. If you're you're dry, He'll fill your cup. Why? Because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Ah, come on somebody. Do you believe that this morning? It's alive. I can hear the amens all the way from yes. 